When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Greg is in the spirit. Mario and I, not so much. Yeah, Black. Very red. Like I, I like the soul. HBK uh, Roosevelt. It's uh, Shawn nice. Michaels heartbreaker. It's wonderful. So, I love that. Know, I'm just gonna I wish s- I had it. You're going to do it. Super kick somebody in the face. Hey. <laughs> gonna the have to super be sh- kick of the day goes to. It's going to have to be somebody really short. I can't get my leg up that <laughs> high. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Uh, anyway, Hawks lose 4 nothing in Montreal. Uh, boy, this game uh, flat out sucked. We're going to get to it. Make sure you are following us on all of our social medias at uh, CHGO Sports and CHGO underscore Blackhawks. You're also going to want to make sure you like the video here on YouTube and subscribe to the page. And if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you're subscribed or following us there as well so you get the new episodes whenever they drop. No waiting. Boom. Turn it on. Turn on those notifications and you'll be good to go. Um, So, fellas, let's get into this one. Um, really just kind of a clunker from start to finish. Mm-hmm. First period was pretty even. Uh, the next two, Montreal kind of really put their their feet on the throats of the Blackhawks. And they, this team, I, I hate to I hate to do the effort thing, but they just did not look ready to play in this. They did not they look engaged at all. Weighed down by heart-shaped pizza and poutine. Their, yes, uh, their GAF meters were at, like, two. They were low. Yeah, they... Uh, and that's a rarity for this team for most most of the season. We commend them. and like, hey, they lost, but they really tried hard. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case tonight. No. They just kind of, eh, we're here. We're going to skate around, and then we're going to get on the, the bus. We're going to go to Toronto tomorrow. And uh, as I said to Jay, as we were walking over to come on the air, I was like, they lose 4 to nothing to Montreal tonight. They're probably going to win 5-1 to one in Toronto tomorrow. Cause hockey sure, is why not? Yeah. Like, this was the team. This was the beatable team of this three-game stretch. And you just you never really had much of a shot, um, and then tomorrow you're probably supposed to get your butts kicked by Toronto, so they'll win. Well, and it's on national TV, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, they are hard to hard to figure out, and uh, you know, Jared Tenorti goes down uh, in the first period, didn't return. Uh, Jason Dickinson took a shot off the hand, came back, but obviously that hurt him. Max Domi took a hard hit against the boards. A lot of Hawks slow to get up. Jackson Stauber. Got knocked into by Mackenzie Entwistle, and uh, he w- he was able to continue, but a lot of Hawks getting dinged in this game, yeah. too. Domi and, had a big hit. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Seal was limping a little bit, and then Entwistle. Entwistle, yeah, after he ran into Stauber, also went to the locker room for a, a period of time, and Reese Johnson uh, taking one right on the chin as the uh, yeah. game ended. So really a <laughs> a walking wounded night for, for the Blackhawks team. I, have to think that uh, 
somewhere in Rockford, Mark Bernard is trying to book a couple flights to Toronto. Could be, yeah. At least Ian Mitchell gets to unpack his bag. Yeah, he you know, can. We, we should probably bank on that. Yeah, Mitchell will be back in the lineup, I'm going to assume, tomorrow. Yeah. If Tenorti can't go. And at this point, Tenorti just, man, can't. I feel bad for the guy. He can't take. And it looked like tonight was a, a, a block shot. Off the yeah, it wasn't anything with his face this right. time. At least, well, he's got that going for him. <laughs> congratulations! So, yeah, congratulations <laughs> for not hurting your face. Um, but yeah, it's just they never got anything going. Like we had a Andreas Athanasiu E play, you know, mm-hmm. a very Athanasiu E play. <laughs> uh, yes. gets a breakaway, skates a little t- too fast, gets there too close. Doesn't get the shot off, really, and then kicks it into the net as he knocks the net off the moorings with his face. Too it fast. was the Athanasiu-iest that I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a very on-brand uh, yeah. breakaway attempt for him. But, I mean, I, you know, you, you wonder if he doesn't uh, bulldoze the goal. If, if that goes in, it might change the, the mood of the, of the game for the team. But ifs and buts are candies and nuts, I've been told. Yeah. And we'd all have a Merry Christmas or something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. And then the second period, they have a five on three for almost a minute. and Nothing. Nothing. Jack crap with it. Yeah. I mean, you've got a nearly two minute five on three, and you end the period getting outshot 13 to seven. That's I'm pretty sure they had, what, zero shots on goal in the five on three period of time? Well, and there was, I, I mean, we saw the, the, the goal that we've grown so used to seeing where Patrick Kane is on the right wing and there's a shooter on the left wing. And he makes that pass across, and the Hawks score, get a good scoring chance. Today, even that wasn't working. They no, couldn't right. get shots off. Tyler Duff, Tyler Johnson was like, acted surprised that pass was being there. It was like, mm-hmm. dude, be ready. That's the bread and butter play. Yeah. If you're the left winger on Patrick Kane on the on the uh, power play, get your stick it's, on the ice and be ready to you. for the puck to yep. come. And he just kind of like, gah! Mm-hmm. And it's just that that was the that was tonight in a nutshell, right there, the thumbnail of tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was. You're right. Like usually after these games, we can at least take away. You know, they did their best and they hung in there. They just ran out of gas, and there's really no excuse for it. And. You know, I'm sure Luke Richardson will echo what we're saying, and he'll be disappointed, and hopefully they respond better in Toronto tomorrow. They're going to have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten an update on the status of Austin Matthews yet. He's we, expected I think to he's – okay. Yeah, because he was back in a normal jersey yeah. at Leafs practice today. He's, I think Greg pointed that out. Goody! Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that That's fine. Tank. Yeah. You know, get it's, it's good for him to get, you know, a, 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 an up-close look at um, his future head coach. Which and, will be good, right? For, and we for need Matthews we need him here to play on Sunday, so he can get a like, hey, this is cool. I like I this like United the United Center. Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. you know they, they got good pregame meals here. Like I could get used to this. <laughs> yeah, hey, see, you, I like where your guys' heads are at. Yeah, already we're starting the recruitment trip. Maybe Benny the Bull will be there, and uh, Jerry Krause will meet him at the airport, and yeah. this will be Tommy, a whole thing. Tommy Hawk can blow a <laughs> confetti cannon what? in his <laughs> face. Yeah, I think <laughs> that'll go over well. the sentence. It <laughs> was a bad pause, especially today. Uh, a couple of people in the chat talking about Kirby Doc, and uh, I think it was Shep who said uh, he looks like a different guy. Well, not tonight. Did you see him tonight? If you review the I box score, it looks very much like the same guy. Yeah, yeah. one uh, shot 18, on 18, 27, one shot, and, and uh, 25% on his face-offs. That's the Kirby Doc we all know and love. That's the Doc what, what I remember. And, yes, he's having a better yeah. year this year. But he's also had the, got to play most of the season with Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield on the wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the wing where he doesn't have to worry about getting his ass handed to him at the face-off dot on a nightly basis. 
as he did tonight. Here's yeah. your ass. Here's your ass. Here's um, your enjoy. Yes. And yeah, good for him. Like I like I'm glad he's having success in Montreal. I like yeah. but there's a lot of fans that want to like say, hey, we lost that trade. I can't believe we gave it. Like, can we let Frank Nazar make it to the NHL? He's played two college games. And he played two really good college really games. Really good college games. <laughs> like, like, yeah. C- can we not, like, can we wait three to four years before we finally even discuss who won this trade? Like, yes. There's, <laughs> that trade still has yet to be completed in the assets that were moved because there was also a third round pick in this year's draft that was part of that yeah. trade. So you get. The trade isn't even done. <laughs> yeah, like there or no, I'm thinking of the Debrinket trade. I'm sorry, the two picks that from 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 the Doc trade is Nazar and Gavin Hayes. Yeah, Gavin Hayes is having a really nice season. Yes, like so you got like let's let this play out. So yeah. let some of these guys get to the NHL before yeah. you're you know crowning Kyle Davidson a loser that needs to be fired. Like yeah, pump the freaking brakes. And, and our, our guy Jamie has yeah. a good point. The hype on and Kirby is because he's in Montreal with a career oh, sure. season. Absolutely, yes. And if Kirby Doc was not doing what he was doing, they'd be running his ass out of town on a rail. Like, well, that was the big concern when that trade happened. Was if he can't stand the pressure here, mm-hmm. how's he going to do it in Montreal? I mean, that's yeah. He started off great with that line, and now the Canadians have kind of they they stink, and they've had Caulfield get injured, and they've they've lost some guys. So there's no pressure now because yeah. I think Canadian fans tonight are probably mad that they won. They want. They, they are Connor Bedard. screwing up their tank, which yeah. is fine by me. But don't worry. They got an 11% chance, right? Oh, yeah, yes. I have to look at how you add the percentages up. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just and – I, and I know today, uh, you know, the, the, the Twitter world was in upheaval because Patrick Kane spoke about Kirby Doc and said, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised at the success he was having this season because something along the lines of – you know, the you don't play him in fourth line minutes and you put him in a role where he can succeed. And I'm not surprised that a, a young guy like him is finding success. And everyone was like, oh, look at Patrick Kane shitting on the Blackhawks on his way out. Like, can can we rewind one year ago today what we all were saying about Kirby Doc? Hey, he's not a center. Yeah. Don't play him with Ryan Carpenter and whoever else was on the team at that time. Brett Connolly, like, don't play him with those guys. Play him on the wing. Play him with guys who have a bit of skill. And keep him somewhere. And keep him, give him some consistency. And, yeah, was he rushed to the NHL? Yes. Yeah, I think definitively we can say that. But by the time he was in his third season, he just needed some consistency. And now in Montreal, he's getting all those things that I think most Blackhawks fans were saying, this is what you have to do to get the best out of Kirby Doc. And Montreal did it. It wasn't, it wasn't a, you know, a galaxy brain plan. Put, a, put players in positions to succeed. And more often than not, they will find some success. And if they don't, then it's on them. Right. Jesse so, Puyarvi. so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, the, the, the people who are, are, looking at Kirby Doc and saying, like, oh, it's this epiphany of, you know, Martin San Louis is, is a magician to get this out of Kirby Doc. He just needed small tweaks. Yeah. Could he have, could he have found yeah. it in Chicago with Luke Richardson? Sure. Probably, yeah. given, given what Richardson is, has done as a head coach so far. You know, he probably could have, but the organization decided that, that they didn't want to. And, you know, 
again, you can you can grade the trade now and say the Blackhawks lost, but well, yeah, because they haven't got it, any NHL production. Yet. Grade it in five years and, and see what we're talking Listen, about. If I Kirby Doc has got a statue in Montreal in five years, which he might if they keep <laughs> praising him the way that they are, fine. But there's a there's a really high chance that Frank Nazar comes in and super and surpasses what Kirby Doc's ceiling could have been in Chicago. I think yeah. Frank Nazar is going to make people forget all about Kirby Doc. Give it time. I, just, I, we'll just, I, you, we were all here on draft night, and I was like, we need to draft Frank Nazar with that seventh pick. We yeah. were all there. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this kid. I think he's going to make us forget about Kirby Doc, just like I think Kevin Korczynski is going to make us not feel so bad about losing Alex DeBrinkett, right. too. you got to give it some time. Right. I was thinking about that coming in, the, uh, the Doc comparison, and I completely lost my thought. So I want to acknowledge the uh, $5 super yes. chat we got. <laughs> From 3 in the it's morning, a, yeah. super fan. Are those what, Euros? Is I think those are Euros. Is that the symbol for Euros? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Alexandre. This is our uh, friend from Portugal, is it not? I believe this is true, yes. I believe so, 3 a.m. First super chat, just supporting and say, while I like all of the crews at CHGO, you guys are my favorite by far, keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you, right. Alex. Andre, you are our favorite right now. You're our Valentine. You, you are our favorite fan from Portugal. You I thought no doubt th- about that. I got my thought. Here we go. There it, it is. came back to me. So I was thinking about this driving in today, and you compare the post-draft analysis of Doc from all the insiders, you know, Prom and Wheeler, on and on and on, mm-hmm. the list goes, and they're like a bit of a stretch, a little bit raw, probably call up too soon, need some time to ripen, all those sort of things. And now you go and look at the stuff that's been written about Frank Nazar from draft to now, and everyone's saying the Hawks knocked it out of the park with this pick. This kid's going to be special. Mm-hmm. Can't believe he fell that low in a draft. Uh, you know, And he's only played two games in Michigan. But, like, just the tenor around the pick is totally different. Yeah. And, it, look, you know, hype doesn't necessarily mean that a kid's going to grow up and be exactly what all these experts think he's going to be. But just in terms of the analysis of the two picks, they're night and day. Yeah. Kirby Dox was like, well, maybe, you know, if he if he maxes out, he could be a really good number two center. The talk about Nazar is like all-star type playmaking stud yeah. with a ton of speed and like, you know, that just the tenor of the conversation is different. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what excites me. Um and look, I like Kirby Doc. Right. I th- he's a good kid. He came here and was, a, you know, a model citizen, you know, happy to be here, all those sort of things. He and, didn't, and did he didn't right. want out of Chicago. No, it's, it's nothing against Kirby Doc, but I think we just all need to sort of pause and, and, and not try to knee-jerk react to everything because we're frustrated with what's happening with the team right now. Mm-hmm. Look, if Kirby Doc was on the Blackhawks, would they be better? No. A little bit. How much better are the Canadians than the Blackhawks with Kirby Doc? Not too much. They're not too much better, and they're yeah. you know a year or two ahead in their rebuild. I don't know if the Hawks would be better with Kirby Doc. I think they'd be about maybe the same. slightly, maybe. Well, but uh, Kirby Doc doesn't have Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki here. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, he'd and, be and playing we, with Sam Lafferty and Jason Dickinson. So. Well, and we talked with with the Shana Goldman from the Athletic about this exact thing of, you know, if they didn't strip down their roster, if they had brought back Doc and Strom and Kubalik and Debrinket they still would be on the outside of the playoff picture. So, yeah. you know, it's... it's. This is the we, year to suck as hard as you can. A- absolutely. Suck hard for Bedard. Absolutely. Uh, uh, got some news coming from Phil Thompson of the Tribune and Ben Pope. They're both in uh, Montreal. Mm-hmm. Jared Tenorti has a lower body injury, will not play 
tomorrow night against the Leafs. Jason Dickinson injured his wrist. A quote, he should be okay tomorrow. Mackenzie Entwistle is a maybe for tomorrow's game. They better get some. So there you go. From Rockford. Yeah. Either that or, by God, that's Jonathan Taves' music. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, uh, that would be quite the turnaround because yeah. he is still in Chicago yeah. for, for reports. Charlie so. the Bacon Guy asked about that. He did not make the trip. Uh, he will not play tomorrow, but he began the skating and began the working out and uh, seems to be on the path back. I just wonder, what the hell? What kind of flu was this? I don't think it's necessarily the flu. I think it's the guy that takes a lot longer to recover. Yeah, I, th- I, yeah. Flu. I think it's I think it's the recovery. Because he is, was he was different at, now. For he him. was at Sunday's game. I saw him in the tunnel after the game, waiting to get in the locker room. He was there. He's was alive. He, was he clenching? No, he was. He, he looked. He looked as not any more clenching than he normally looks. <laughs> well, it's always about thirty percent clenching. Right. He, things, he didn't yeah. look any. Well, he didn't look any. He wasn't pale or or, or sickly. Um, he was dressed quite dapperly, and uh, yeah, that was that. So I mean, he's. I, I think it's got more to do with the the recovery time than the actual illness. It's concerning. Um, no doubt about that. Yeah. But man, it looks like the devil scored those rap with bastards. one mm-hmm. second left. Really? For real? Ryan Graves. Uh, two seconds. Nineteen fifty-eight. Ryan Graves scores. Devils beat the Blue Jackets <sighs> three to two. Blue Jackets are useless. You couldn't Come hold on, on for two seconds to get that point. Ugh. Uh, no Roy's just rage says let's get on the cane to Dallas for Stankoven. I That's want everyone happening. to pump the brakes. There's yeah. no. Not no happening. teams like number one, two, or three prospect is coming to the Hawks this year. Nope, no. It's you're like if you're a Lafreniere Kako guy, not going to happen. Even though Rangers are out of the picture anyway, Stankoven's not going to happen. You're nope. not going to get a high end recent top draft pick from a no. team, especially mm-hmm. in the condition Patrick Kane's in, which we're going to get to here in a minute. Uh, yeah, we want to take Hawks an ad break first. Lo- uh, Logan Stankoven, they should have drafted him in the first round instead of Nolan Allen, like I was screaming at my television for them to do. Not yeah. that, no offense to Nolan Allen, he, he looks like he's, he's going to turn out to yeah. be a solid guy. He's, he's coming around. But you could have had him three rounds later and had Stankoven <laughs> in that spot. At least, yeah, at least one round later. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, we got to, we got to, we got to temper those expectations on the Kane trade. The, um, I believe the Athletic put together uh, between Scott Powers and uh, the Dallas writer. I'm thinking of forgetting their name. Sa- uh, Saad Youssef, I believe. Yeah. Uh, they put together a uh, what would it take to get Patrick Kane to Dallas? A uh, little uh, conversation together, little mock-up trade, and uh, yeah, it's 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 not going to be Stan Coven. It's it's not going to be even Maverick Bork from Dallas. Like it may not he, even be Dallas this year's first-round pick. Maverick. No, that's per- that's that's perfect, yes. perfect marketing. Um, so yeah, you, it's you have to temper from from the beginning of the year to maybe the the beginning of twenty twenty three, January this calendar year. The expectations on a, of a Patrick Kane trade were pretty high. We were talking multiple first round quality assets, whether it was picks or prospects. Between January and now, it has. Dropped significantly, well, and and, and the, his production, and yes, and the 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 closer we get to the deadline, and the more he puts out efforts like this, yeah, like yeah. It, keep your expectations 
low. Why don't we put a pin in that? Let's take a quick break real quick, yeah. and then we'll get back to the Patrick pins King and aces in that. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, that's, that's next break. That's next second, break. Second break. Damn it. Ah. It would have been perfect. Well, I am going to tell you guys about some meats. Everybody loves the meats, especially mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. And uh, the best place to get your meat is Green Ridge Farm, a Chicago local uh, meat and cheese company, offering you better all-natural options. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. They're perfect for tailgating, happy hours, school lunches. These all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. Oh, boy. With 16 grams of protein <laughs> per stick, they make a perfect post-workout snack. That's what they tell me. I wouldn't know anything about that. But meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, and flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. They are all mm. quite delicious. If you haven't tried them, you don't know what you're missing. Delicious because they're made from recipes, generations in the making, and being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can find them in the refrigerated section at the Costco's, uh, the Sam Clubs, and uh, <laughs> all your local Chicagoland grocery stores. Their deli meats are fantastic, by the way. I've been buying the five pepper turkey. Mm. It's outstanding. Yep, got Out my mom the, the honey ham today. The turkey the itself is really good. I, I feel like that Seinfeld episode. Is that a turkey roll or is it actual <laughs> turkey? Like, is there a bird in the back? Well, this is from an actual bird. It's not that processed. Like this is mm-hmm. like getting a slice right off the Thanksgiving turkey, but mm-hmm. with the five pepper spice on it. It's excellent. So right now. When you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com, include a pack of those delicious meat sticks in your cart. And guess what? Those meat sticks, they'll look the other way. They won't charge you for them. They will be absolutely free. They'll fall off the truck. Simply by using, what's more Chicago than that? Right. Simply by using the code CHGO at checkout Greenridge Farm. Simply natural meat. And now it is time to give our DraftKings king of the game. Hard to pick in this one. Yeah, we're going to give it to Seth Jones, uh, mainly because tonight was his 700th career NHL game. That's an accomplishment. Congrats. Uh, took a bit of an off night, 24-33 of ice time, <laughs> had a shot on goal and a shot block. Uh, so he is our DraftKings king of the game. And now that the uh, big game is over, mm. there is a lot of non-football stuff to focus on. You've got the NBA, no sweat, same game parlays. I'm glad Super Bowl's over because I sucked at my bets. Mm. How'd you yeah. guys do? I got to. Uh, I have to add more money to my account when the show's oh, over. So not well. Not okay. well at all. I went ten for thirteen. All right, that was pretty good. I didn't get the Gatorade uh, color. I didn't get. Uh, I, I had a, a, a parlay that missed because Mahomes was just short of two hundred pass yards, uh, and I picked the Eagles on the money line, and that didn't happen. But everything else was pretty good. I there got the go. coin toss, uh, heads or tails, and I got the coin toss winner. Beautiful. Did the Chiefs well, win the coin toss? Chiefs won the coin toss. That ends that streak. That ends that First yeah. team in nine years to win the coin toss. See, in I, the game. see, I had them lose. I had them winning the coin toss and losing the game, but uh-huh. you went with the trend. Yeah, I did. Well, you're gonna got the, you got the pick of the week later this week then because you're sure. you're on the hot streak. Yeah. Uh, and baseball is getting started. I saw the yeah. Pakota predicted both the Cubs and Sox to have 77 wins, so maybe put some money there. There are so many mm. options. Download the app now and sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes. 
for details. And uh, as we sort of tie a bow on to, to this game, why don't we do our four stars of the game as well? Fine. <laughs> The number three star of the game for Montreal, Mike Matheson. He was a plus one, 23-17 of ice time. Two shots, three more shot attempts, a hit, two takeaways, and four block shots. Congratulations to you, sir. Number two star, David Savard. No relation to Dennis. Uh, he had a goal, plus one, 20-30 of ice time. Three shots on goal, three more shot attempts, and two giveaways. Oh, giveaways. That's tough. not good. You suck. And your number one star, Jonathan Drum. Three assists plus two, 14-33 of ice time, two goals, one assists. There you go. There are your uh, three stars of the game. My four star, I'm going to give it to Seth Jones. Yes, it is his 700th NHL game, and that's certainly part of it. Uh, but had a shot, five more, uh, four more shot attempts, a hit, a takeaway, a block shot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They all kind of sucked. It's one of so, those days where you just throw your hands up and say, yeah, that's my pick. Yeah. You sucked the least. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations for doing the least amount of sucking. Yeah. What? Uh, I'm going with a guy that uh, I'm going to go with. I'm not uh, going to make the joke. <laughs> I'm going to go with Reese Johnson because Reese Johnson was one of like three guys that I actually noticed played tonight. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, there's Reese Johnson there doing Reese Johnson thingies, like hitting people. He had five hits, uh, two shots on goal. Hey. Uh, that's pretty good when your team only has 22 on the night. And uh, he also dropped the gloves with the little Michael Penzetta at the uh, end of the game. That, that dude was a pain in the ass all night. Seven hits. Him and his mullet. From Pizzetta. And then uh, Reese Johnson said, I've had enough of your crap. And got off to a good start. Was giving him, like, some shots to the ribs, even though he's yeah, wearing, body uh, shots. He's wearing body pads. Blow. Body blow. And then Penzetta got him right on the chin towards More the like end of that. More like Yeah, that was, uh, hey, there you go. That like was, a penis, uh, I'm saying. Got him. That was, the, uh, that was the end of that one. But uh, but of a very Reese Johnson-y type of game for Reese Johnson, making the most out of his ice time. Sure. Yes, he Yes. <laughs> He did. I mean, we're not we're not working with a lot of stuff here. He, he definitely did. Uh, my four star of the game, um, I believe I went with Tyler Johnson. You did, I did. Yes. I sure did. Uh, he was also noticeable tonight, filling up the uh, he the, was there the stat sheet uh, as much as he could to try and turn the tides of the game. Uh, no points, obviously, because it was a shutout. Uh, three shots on goal, two hits, one shot block, two takeaways. Uh, 17 minutes and 19 seconds of ice time. Uh, I think he put a put a solid hit on Kirby Doc to stop a rush chance. So that that's shot. when it solidified it for me. I said, ah, there you go. There's my star. Hey, my he has star. Uh, seven shot attempts tonight. I believe he had 11 shot attempts against Winnipeg. He so is. He's, he's, he is the anti-Max Domi right now. Yeah, he, he will shoot everything that comes in his direction except that great pass from Patrick Kane. Yeah, he fumbled <laughs> it, yeah. Well, you know. It happens. You, you, can't, uh, you can't shoot them all. But look, uh, Tyler Johnson, uh, he, when, I know we've said it before, but when he is healthy, he is noticeable and effective in this lineup. Yes. Um, and I just, I just want him to get a good stretch of games good stretch of health and see and see what he can do uh with some consistency and it's it's you know when when you're in and out of the lineup hurt not hurt uh hint, you know hindered by a sprained ankle or you know it's it's really hard to to get your game back going so I, I really hope that he can get some consistent 
uh, ice time, just stay healthy and see what he can do down this, this back half of, of the season and go into next season and, and do the same. He could be a trade chip next season. Sure. There, yeah. There's, there's an opportunity for him because this team was, is likely not going to contend next year at all. Um, so there's an opportunity for him to, you know, be healthy, be consistent, be effective and, uh, you know, potentially get himself to a, a contender uh, this time next year. When Tyler Johnson's healthy, he's arguably the fourth best forward on this team, third best forward. He's yeah, up there. He's yeah. in the top five. Like, so, I mean, I know it's... It's, it's not low, the highest it's bar. A, it's a but low bar to... Yeah, it's, yeah but it, I mean, it's, it's a guy with still. multiple cups and yeah. tons of respect around the league, and he's got some versatility. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a guy next he's trade deadline. He's a difference line. maker out there on a team that has very little difference makers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and just a good dude. And and that's yes. the kind of guy, you know, maybe you're sort of grateful he's got a year left on that deal because if Taze and Kane are gone next season, you're going to need someone with a bit of a veteran presence. And, look, I, I love Seth Jones maybe more than some of the people watching the show, but he's just kind of a quiet – he's not he's not, he's a, a, not a – I don't want to say he doesn't have leadership qualities, but he's not going to be like your vocal leader. He's not going to be your Brent Seabrook or your yeah. Taves. He, he's, he's more of a – lead by example kind of guy, yeah. but it, it doesn't, I think it doesn't have the same kind of, at least from an outside the locker room perspective, doesn't have the same kind of um, hold to it as far as leadership goes and, and kind of like getting guys to kind of follow his lead as it does for someone like Jonathan Taze, who's not necessarily more of the rah-rah guy, but still a, a lead by example guy, um, a guy like Jake McCabe. Uh, who's a, a definitely a lead by example kind of guy, not not really a a, a talker all that much um, in that respect. But yeah, I, I think Seth Jones is is still one of those guys that serves that role for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll get to Tyler Johnson trade rumors next year. Sure. Um, but you asked a really good question during uh, the game today as we were chatting, watching the game. What was it? <laughs> it's like you said, I did. <laughs> Give yourself the Barry. No, I, I, no. <laughs> no, I was saying I did. That was more of a No, you, you were asking about, you know, there's been some people in the uh, Blackhawks Twitter sphere and, and media sphere saying like, well, everyone's overblowing this Patrick Kane injury. It's yeah. really not a big deal. Well, it is because the other 31 teams in the league are like, that's a problem. Right. That Look at him. He's not fast he's not a difference maker he's not having impact on games yeah you look at this one and he kind of started stacking some stats towards the end of the game but he's a minus one and 2101 of ice time two shots on goal uh two more shot attempts uh and two giveaways like that's he's just not he's not an effective player right now yeah i and i i think if this team was built more to try and win more games um could the quote-unquote severity of the injury be different and maybe he's playing a little harder through it? Maybe. Maybe. But for a guy who is, you know, dealing with an injury that is, is not a World Cup secret, um, I think this season it's, it's either A, worse than he's leading on, that a lot of people are leading on, or, or B, it's, it's becoming a, a point of like, potentially he's thinking like, you know what, I'm not, going to you know I he's playing through this he's not going to make it worse by overexerting himself in a situation where if he hurts himself he's not going to be able to go anywhere yeah I think that 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 could be the case but I, I watched him you know watching him this season 
especially this game, there were at least two or three opportunities where he had uh, a chance to get the puck into the zone with some speed, uh, maybe maybe you know beat a defender in a foot race. And in this game, and as as, as many times as I can recall this season, more more than in any season past. He is not taking those chances. He is not taking those opportunities. Uh, you know, one-on-one with a defender in years past, even last season, two seasons ago, Kane would try and, you know, outskate a guy. This season, I can't, I can't put my finger on how many times, almost every time, a situation like that comes, and he's pulling up at the blue line looking to make a cross-ice pass. Yep. Or, or he's or he's losing a foot race and getting and getting knocked off the puck. It just seems like this 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 nagging injury. As much as he wants to downplay it, as much as other people might say, like, oh, you know, sure, he's been dealing with it for three years, but last year he put up 91, 92 points or whatever. Um, yes, the roster is different, but I think that whatever the injury is, it's got to be more serious than 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 no. than other people are letting on. This is not just talent no no like Patrick Kane's woes are not just because the team doesn't have as much talent around him as last year look like it's real that is a true factor we've just been talking about it there's a cross-ice pass that should be an assist right right and years past that's an assist for Patrick Kane that's probably happened two dozen times this year and if he's got 24 more assists no one's talking about this right right right. sure that's fair but if you're if you're an opposing GM you're the Leafs, you're the Stars, you're the Bruins, you're whoever, and you're looking at that final piece to join your team, and you're truly scouting Patrick Kane, you're going to give up a first-round pick and an historically deep draft, plus to get this version of Patrick Kane, that is a big risk. Mm -hmm. Because if he does go to a contender and suddenly doesn't find the fountain of somewhat better health, whatever you want to call it, and looks like the Patrick Kane of last year and the year before... That's a huge flop for a GM, and you can't, you know, look, like the, the Dynasty Hawks were, were more than pleased to throw, throw away draft picks to keep contending, and it worked. They got three Stanley Cups, but now we're seeing what happens when you abandon all those, and then the guys you do take don't pan out, right? right. This is a uh, – who, who were we talking to? Was it Emily Kaplan who said it's like 60 forwards deep? Are like first round talent. Yeah, sixty player deep. Yeah, like sixty players were the first round talent in this draft. So honestly, ask yourself this honestly as a Hawks fan. Take away the memories of the cups. Forget about showtime. Forget about the heartbreaker celebration. Forget about all that stuff. If your job was to add one player to win the Stanley Cup this year, would it be Patrick Kane? I think the answer to that is a resounding no. No. Because he is not showing you any signs of being the player he used to be. And again, making it clear, it is not all his fault. No. Right? There's no one around him. However, like you said, he can't win a foot race. He's getting caught at the blue line. Those are things we never saw before. So it's either health or it's effort. And if I'm a GM, both of those are huge red flags. Yeah. There's a lot of concerns right now. And it, it, yeah, the injury concerns are definitely there. Are, is is his production down slowly, solely because of the injury? Probably not. Is it down solely because of the lack of talent around him? Probably not. It's a combination of the two, as you're mentioning about not yeah. winning foot races, getting caught. 
could some of that be the just the quote unquote disinterested Patrick Kane? Maybe there's a little bit of that too. Mm-hmm. And then you wrap that all up with GMs don't even know if the guy wants to be traded and we're less than three weeks from the deadline. That's all wrapped up into one big ball of, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. Now, with that being said, you you talk about, you know, GMs see this Patrick Kane, do they want him? Some GMs have the blinders on and are just like, I don't care. It's Patrick Kane, and I put him on my roster, and that cross-ice pass that he made to Tyler Johnson goes in the net for the assist. Yeah. You know, the Colorado or Toronto or whoever team, Carolina. You put him on Carolina, he doesn't have to win foot races. Right. He doesn't no, have that's, to that's do true. that. No, that's true. So some GMs could see it and go, yeah, I know it's not the Patrick Kane of 2015 or the Hart Trophy winning Patrick Kane, but he doesn't have to be that guy no. on my team. you're right. He has to be that guy in Chicago for them to have any chance, and he's not that guy anymore, mm-hmm. and he's getting exposed. I can put him in a position where he doesn't need to be that guy, and then he can be successful and be that final piece of the. If you're wait, if you're a team that needs superstar Patrick Kane to win a Stanley Cup, you're not a real Stanley Cup contender. That's true. If you're a team that needs Patrick Kane at eighty five percent, seventy five percent, that can make those passes that we still see him make, but you have guys that can finish. That's the guy that puts you over the top. Well, you're right, and also look if if he goes to whatever Dallas, fine, and he starts lighting it up for them. None of us will be surprised, right? If it's Sagan and Robertson and and you know what I mean. Yeah, right. Like if he's just feeding the puck to those guys and they're pumping in, he's picking up a million assists, and now he's not getting a hundred percent of the attention every shift like he has been. It wouldn't be a surprise to me. But the eye test of Patrick Kane right. is really, really. It's not. Good. It's an F right now. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. good. It really. It's, it's, it's not good. And there, I think it's a lot of factors. All those things we talked about kind of wrapped up in one. And maybe you know. Maybe he finally, in the next couple of days, says, okay, I want to be traded, and we see a different Patrick Kane out there. Yeah. You know, if he says, I want to be traded, and he has a hat trick his first game, a lot of people are going to be like, ah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, Well, I mean, during games, I think all of us are (laughs) kind of like rooting for him to put up big numbers because you don't want teams scared away from Patrick Kane. And that's, you know, you listen to Elliot Friedman, I think him primarily, he seems to be the one who is most kind of bullish on – the injury being a big concern for other teams. Uh, if he starts producing leading up to the deadline, then yeah, that's going to, okay, teams will be, all right, cool, like, fine, he's feeling better or whatever. But if they watch this game. Well, then Kyle Davidson needs to make sure that all recordings of this game have been destroyed in an <laughs> unfortunate We did fire. not have express written consent yes. of the NHL yeah. to broadcast it was, this. Uh, it was in one of those balloons the military shot down. <laughs> Sorry, we lost it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think the other thing too is, you know, if he if he continues to play this way, um, down the stretch, like we with with what Elliot Freeman has reported, what with what Emily Kaplan has reported, uh, and and numerous others, um, it really seems like the the injury is a concern for other teams, and if he keeps putting in performances like this, the the asking price is going to get a little bit more complicated if he decides to to go the trade route. And, uh, you know, Scott Powers and Mark Lazarus put it out in The Athletic earlier this week. You know, if, if Kane ke- continues to wait, then Davidson's r- timeline to get something completed starts to get a bit shorter. And, you know, it, you, you kind of – you could potentially run into a case where it's just like, okay, 
I have this deal, uh, this offer, let's say. It's not what I want for Patrick Kane, but it's all that I, that's all I have time right. to do. Yeah. Like, you know, then, then Davidson is, is, is put into a hard spot and it's, it's not his own doing. No, and a lot of Davidson's going to take a lot of heat if there's no Patrick Kane trade. Yep. But that's not on Davidson. Nope. Or more like when the return isn't what people expect it for. That's not going to necessarily be on Davidson either for a lot of what you just said. He's going to be given a couple of days to put together something with a very maybe only one or two teams to talk to. Right. Oh, and then, you know, somebody said in the comment earlier uh, at the end of the year, it might have been, been Dr. Horror Show, something about the end of the year he's going to lowball Cannon Taves and they're going to walk for nothing. Guys, they're not going to offer them anything at the end of the it year. It does not seem If they're like not it, no. traded, they're not coming back. They're not. I Every, every conversation I've had with people – it connected to the team, it seems like they're ready for, as we said, they're ready to rip off the Band-Aid. So I don't think people say, well, then sign Kane for three years and have him retire as Hawk. I don't think the Hawks are interested in that. I think they're ready to move on and find their next Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Why? Like It does nothing for you except sell tickets. Exactly. And we were having some conversations at the takeover about this. And the fan base is already dealt with them leaving. Yeah. It's already in in everyone's mind, they're like they're gone. They've already mourned it. They've already been angry about it or upset or sad or whatever you want to say. We've all processed this that Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane could leave already. So, I look, I I just what does bringing them back do for you? It's We can make fun of the Bruins going for it one more time with Bergeron and Krejci it freaking worked it's working because those two guys are still playing really good hockey yeah you know the Penguins with Latang and and Malkin and Crosby like they're still pretty good they're not cup contenders and they're probably screwing themselves long term right but it's Sidney F and Crosby right right with these two and I I saw no worries just rage mentioned it that Kane wants the record that that is now because of this year He's not hitting it. There, he's not going to hit it here. He needed, no he needed to have behind. an 80, 90 point season to be in the con, con, like for that to be a thing. To be on he's pace. Not for yeah. three years in a row to even like begin the conversation. Yeah, he needed two hundred and seventy something points. Now. He needed three straight ninety point seasons. He's at what? He's not even at thirty points yet this season. Right. He's not sniffing that record on on these teams. He's got thirty five points. Okay, wow. thirty five points. So yeah. he's a th- he needs at least ninety this year to kind of make it realistic to even no, not get to it. He's not coming anywhere close I'm to I'm going to do quick math here. Yeah, and that well, and that's to to kind of get to that's that's to do that in the timeline in which it seems realistic for him to still be able to put up 90 point seasons. Yeah, 5 in the years next from now, seasons. hopefully we have no need for a guy like that to be chasing a record. He's sure. 252 points behind Stamakita. I divided that number by 3. He'd have to have three consecutive 84 point seasons to tie him. And that happened. Unless he does something to address his injury, get healthy, and sign a contract extension to retire as a Blackhawk, I don't think he's reaching that, that record. No. So, I, yeah, he might want to do it. I, I think the Hawks are ready to just say, we're done. And Yes, and let's be clear about this, too. Kyle Davidson should not give a shit if Patrick Kane wants to break the record. No, especially after I'm all sure this. I'm sure Kyle stuff. Davidson would like to break that record too, right? We all would. Right. But it's not the best thing for the organization. That has to be the only 
mindset of Kyle Davidson here. And if there's one thing I'll give him credit for, well, there's a few things. He's been pretty good so far. But I'm just saying, like, he sticks to his guns. Yeah. There have been so many opportunities for him to go, like, well, hot start. Well, Lucas Reichel <laughs> looked pretty good. No. We are going to suck as much as we could possibly suck this year. So hopefully in the yeah. summer he's not, like, wooed by the, you know, nostalgia of Taves and Kane. And I don't think that Danny Wirtz yeah. and Jamie Faulkner would fall for that either. It's really good for them that attendance did not fall off this year like everyone had sort of predicted it would. Yeah, The fact that people are still coming to games is a good thing because I think it makes it easier for them to say, all right, if we move on from these guys, it'll be okay. The people at the United Center are not there to say goodbye to Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. They're not. It's just not. That's not it, what we're seeing is people who are priced out and boxed out during the dynasty getting to go to games for the first time. Yeah, and that's why the building is no. That's full. true. I think I, I think if not, if neither guy is back next season, uh, next season will be interesting to see what uh, what ticket sales are like because you don't have that factor anymore. It'll be very interesting to see how this team is marketed, who they focus on. Um, Probably Lucas Reichel Lucas will be Reichel. A, a focal point of yeah. that of that uh, pitch, um, but yeah, I, I think if they're if they're not around, that will be definitely something you know interesting to uh, to pay attention to. I think there's, I'm I, I don't have the door shut on the potential for one of them to be back next year um, and 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 beyond. I think it's it's it does seem less likely, but I. I, if I squint real hard, I can see a way for one of them to, to um, if they're not traded, to be, to, to be given a new contract, a contract in length in which they would retire as a Blackhawk. Not, not, I, I know someone mentioned it in, in the chat about you know, Friedman's spitballing idea that Kane signs a one-year extension, gets a, shuts it down, gets his surgery. that would have happened by now. No, that would have happened no, at no. Christmas if that, yeah, was, the, if that no, was the problem. But no, that was, I don't I don't, want, that's not going to happen. I don't want to spend another freaking year no. talking about Patrick Kane trade rumors. I don't no, think it's not the worth Hawks it. want that either. No. Uh, and you know what? This whole process... Even if maybe Kyle Davidson had that option of like, okay, we'll bring back Patrick Kane to chase the record. This whole process of, well, I'm going to make a decision, but not yet. He might be like, you know what? Screw you, pal. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. Like, you're kind of maybe ruining up some goodwill he has. The new guy doesn't want to have anybody that was associated with the last regime here anymore. He's making that clear. Yeah. So he might be rooting some some goodwill at any. Maybe that ship has sailed. Maybe that was an option for Kyle Davis, and now he's like, you know, you're you're not giving me what I want to hear here. Like, if you want to stay, great, but tell me so I can move on to try and get as much as I possibly can for the rest of the guys that's that can trade. Like, Let him get to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's stop jerking him around, and he might be like, you know what? That kind of pissed me off that you spent all of February. You know, wondering if you should shit or get off the pot. So I don't have anything for you. Go, yeah. go, to, go to the Rangers. You wanted to go there so bad, but didn't tell me you wanted to go there. You can go <laughs> sign with them now. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. Region Rev says I wish we'd stop talking about it. And like, <laughs> I, I get where I get where you're coming from, but like, <laughs> there's nothing there right else now? to talk about. You want to talk yeah. more about the four nothing loss to the, Montreal? This no. is the, this is the story until it's the story. And aside from Taves and Kane and Seth Jones, like. Who else on this team ultimately matters at all to their future? Maybe Philip Kurashev. Okay. Yeah. You know, none of the defensemen playing this year, aside from Jones, like I said, 
are going to be here when they're good again. Yeah. Even if they don't trade McCabe, he's got one year left. He's not going to resign here. He's not signed up for three more years of a rebuild. He's got two years left. Two years left. Okay, but he's still. But still, yeah. Beyond yeah. that, he's not he's not signing up for more. You know, so this is the story. Like, and it's not because like, yeah, we're tired of the like Greg said. I don't want to do another year of this. I don't want to do that either. No. You know, it's 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 hard. It's just uh, we all wanted we all want closure on it. And I just, you know, I'm just done. I, I was ready to walk away a month ago, and yeah. I think everybody kind of feels that way. Like, let's just get this over with and tear the Band-Aid off, Trust and me. let's just, go. I just want to answer one way or the other. Yeah, I want yeah. one show. I cannot wait for the first show where we don't have to talk about this anymore. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it, but it's what people want to know. It's what people, it's the topic. And, then, yeah, listen, we're going to get more people interested in our show talking about the thing everybody wants to talk about, regardless if we want to talk about it or not. Well, like you said, like what else though is yeah, there? Like, there's the, nothing like, else going on. We said it a couple a couple games ago. Like these games just feel in the way until we're beyond March third. Yep. Yeah. So we got what uh, 14, 17 days, sixteen days to mm-hmm. go before we get there. Yeah. Yep. So a little over two. We could do it, folks. We can make it together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and hopefully we start seeing some stuff happen here soon. And. And, and that's know, the other thing is is this this indecision by Kane is is not only holding up the, the league in their in their trade discussions to a degree, it completely holds up the holds up the Blackhawks 100%. because if you're if you're still deciding what happens with Patrick Kane, you can't move anybody. You 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 can, you can theoretically, but you can't move anybody else. You can't say, oh well, here's Max Domi, but if the team's like, well, we kind of want Patrick Kane, he's like, okay, well. He hasn't told us what he wants to do, so yeah. this is the best I can so offer you right waiting. now. Yeah. So it yeah. just it for Kyle Davidson, it, it it holds him up, like you were saying, like let an answer one way or the other from both guys allows him to then say, okay, we are either open for business with both of them, one or the other, or neither one of them wants to be traded. So here's the rest of the guys. Right. Um, there was there. a comment that you had up there a minute ago, Stephen. I think it was from Danny talking about how they can show there you go it's for mark right there uh those are guys who can show what it takes to be a champion there's value there i think i think that's wildly overblown um both guys don't in my opinion feel like this is their blackhawks anymore you know like they look around that locker room and it's a room full of strangers yeah you know and you watch the way patrick kane is playing and the way he's competing that's not showing anyone how to be a champion Patrick Kane right now is playing for himself. He's either playing to stay healthy so he can get traded or he's just he's checked out because the team sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it is not showing his teammates how to be champions. I, I really think that's overblown, and I think we learned a lot about that last year with Jonathan Taves' comments from a guy who was renowned as this great, great captain. Well, you know what? It's really easy to be a great captain when you're winning cups and you're the, you're the toast of the town, but when things get tough... What do you do when Jonathan Taze flat out said, I don't know how to be a captain on a team like this? Yeah. Okay. Everybody, Show them how to be a champion. Everybody Jonathan. will tell you, even though even though Jonathan Taves wore the C for those cup years, Brent Seabrook was the real leader of that yeah. team. He showed it in that game in Detroit. Yeah. And I, I don't like I don't want to I don't want to bag on these guys. Like, honestly, the, because of them, we're here. Right. Like they're honestly, and, and like they are as soon as they leave this town, I will be sad about it. And I'll have feels about it. And I think the three of us will. Yeah. And like just like we sort of paused our frustration last year with Taves for the 1,000th game ceremony they had for him. We all kind of put that aside and reflected on the greatness that will never be taken away. But I just 
don't see them as part of this organization going forward. They don't add anything hockey-wise. What they add off the ice is very, very limited. I just think that you really get in trouble when you sort of fall in love with the mystique of the player instead of what are they actually providing right now, which for both guys is very effing have little. to pay people on current production instead of past production. Don't pay for past production. What do you... And- all you would be doing for, for with Kane and Taves right now is holding on to an era that has been over for six damn years. And you don't have to do it. No. You still have goodwill built up from that. Right. No one's like, these cheap hawks. It's not a cheap thing. It's not what they're doing. They are doing something that should have been done three or four years ago. They're finally doing it. So I don't think fans are pissed about this. Yeah, they get frustrated, loss after loss after loss, of course. But you see the end game here. Yeah. To me, adding Taves and Kane back next year, whether they're traded at the deadline or not, is a step backwards. And it's just time to move on. We got a super chat we need to acknowledge, too. It's, I, a, I've John, been, it's a John McDonough move. Ex- that's exactly right. $5 super chat from our guy, Lebowski5, says, Blackhawks built a juggernaut over a period of time in which they drafted Cam Barker third overall and Jack Skilly seven overall. If Kane and Taves walk, it won't be a detriment. Hey, don't you badmouth Dale Talon, the real architect of the Stanley <laughs> Cup champions. Like the but Cam Barker <laughs> turned into Nick Letty and Jack Skilly turned into Michael Furley. Speaking of Nick Letty, yeah, uh, played his 900th Adam. game. 900 games NHL for tonight. Nick Letty. That's freaking awesome, and I can't believe it actually happened. And that's not because I didn't think it was possible for Nick Letty. I, I, I'm one of, like, three people that own a Nick Letty Blackhawks jersey. <laughs> it's still in my still closet. Number eight. Um, but I just didn't realize he'd been in the league that long. I know yeah, he was crazy. on the 2013 team. So, yeah. I mean, he's been in the league for almost a was, do- over 10 years He was now. acquired, what, 2011? 2011. And then he, he 2012, the 11-12 season was, like, his real first year. Yeah. Um, but good for him. He's he's put together a solid career. He never was going to be what Joel Quinville wanted him to be. That's no. why he was gone. But, man, I was a big fan, still a big fan of him, even though he's on St. Louis. Um, so, you know, good for Nick Letty. I mean, the kid is – he's been – can I even call him a kid? He's younger than me. I can call yeah. him a kid. He's put together one solid NHL career. Yeah. Just being yeah. a dependable – puck moving defenseman in a, in an era where everybody wants a dependable puck moving defenseman. Was he on the Blues Cup team? No. Or no. No. Mm-hmm. He was no. still on the Islanders. Still on the Islanders. He okay. signed with the Blues last year? He was with Detroit last year. Oh yeah, that's right. Traded to the Blues and then re-signed with the Blues, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah he wasn't on that that Cup team. Quentin says I'd rather see Kane somewhere else. Screw a discount, rather see him play with good players. I also want the Hawks to have a new identity. And Charlie the Bacon guy asked us if we can compare it to the uh, Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez situation. I think the difference there was that most of those guys were still perceived to be at the top of their games. The Cubs' window wasn't shut. Right. Right. Yeah. Blackhawks is. The yeah. fans definitely weren't on board for the, the Cubs selling yeah. off. And the Cubs' Rizzo, Bryant thing kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it all happened so quickly. They didn't it was have all the it, same day, wasn't it, it? Yeah. It was like with it. I think it was Rizzo and then Bryant and Baez the next day. But it all happened so quickly where as like Hawks fans have had all season to prepare for this. And they've watched the decline over the last few and years. And a lot too. of Hawks fans want it to happen. There weren't many Cub fans no. that were like, you have to trade right. Anthony Rizzo and Javi Baez. Now, in hindsight, looking at what those guys are, have been doing, 
it's not looking like a bad move. Like the Baez mm. trade might turn out to be really good because yeah. you know the, the, they got they've got a stud outfielder for him, and Baez has been robbing yeah. money from Detroit. But uh-huh. you know, it, Rizzo's it's, been good. Yeah, also, Rizzo's been good. Of it's course. also he's, it, he's, it's also way different. Yeah, Schwarber's part of that too. Uh, it's also way different environments though in the sport because in baseball especially a team that's in Chicago, like the Cubs, and can just print money however they want, you don't have to tear down and rebuild for financial reasons or because of financial reasons because you can't afford these guys. In baseball, you can throw money wherever you want and build a team, you know, with with your paychecks because you can. The Cubs don't want to do that. The Cubs don't want to do that. So that was the the problem where the Blackhawks, you know, we we saw it after the 2010 Cup. They They were punished for be for being a good team and they couldn't fit under the hard cap so they yeah. had to had to you know dismantle that team and and be able to to rebuild it back up but now you know now it's it's not money it's not money reasons it's not that they have to dump all this money cuz they're up against the cap and they and they're terrible it's just it's the end of the it's it's pretty much the end of end of the road for for this for this tandem. And Lebowski follows up my point is the rebuild isn't predicated on the Hawks getting a return for Kays and Taze. You are one thousand yes. percent yeah. correct yes. yes because look what's already happened they've gone from 25th to fifth in one draft in scott yeah. wheeler's rankings mm-hmm. right like they they've already got the like anything they get for taves and kane is just gravy at this point it's actually if yeah. you get nothing and they both leave at the end of the season as free agents is it's disappointing but does it set the team back? Not no. really. I mean, no. No. look, an extra, you've already first, got, you've a already couple got extra picks would be nice. Sure. Yes. You already got four first-round picks over the next two drafts. Yeah. One of them might be number one overall this year. Right. Sure. You maybe would, next year. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't – like, you've got two pretty top picks coming in the next year. Like, you, it's, you can easily say – they draft top three this this year. They can easily be right back in the top five next year. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does not the, – the rebuild isn't set back. It isn't ruined. The plan isn't a failure if you get nothing for Kane and Taves. And first-round picks are all well and good. You need them, but it's it's not the end-all, be-all. If you, if you get second-round picks and third-round picks that hit – the occasional fourth round, fifth round pick, a seventh round pick that hits. You get a couple of those and think things go well. Case in point, the, the, the Blackhawks of the mid-2000s, early 2000s. You know, you look at some of the guys that were part of that cup run that didn't come from the first round, like Corey Crawford, Duncan Keith, like guys like uh, uh, Nicholas Yalmerson, Dustin Bufflin. These are deep, deeper yeah. round guys. It, Dave Bolin, and and you look at what Kyle Davidson did in just his first draft class. Out, first off, getting three first round picks when you went into the day with zero is incredible. It's wizard level stuff. But, and then, but then coming away with you know second round picks like like you find you get Ryan Green uh, who's killing it with 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 uh, Boston this year. You get Samuel Savoie who's killing it in in the queue uh, and and grittying on on everybody. Um, you get a guy like Paul Ludwinski, who's who's made a, a big impact with Kingston. Uh, like, you get a couple of guys in into the second, third, fourth rounds that that can become difference makers or have these up, you know, these these higher end trajectories as they go through their development. That's going to be huge going down the line. And yeah, adding a guy like Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli really accelerates everything, mm-hmm. but. If it ends up not being one of those two guys, it's going to sting. 
but it'll sting less when Leo Carlson is added to it is added added to yeah when you get when you get a guy like Leo Carlson or uh you know look down the line like a Gabe Perot or you know just a a lot of the different guys that that we've been mentioning Will Smith getting jiggy with it with the U.S. program like there's there's a lot of guys that this Blackhawks team could have in their system this time next year that are making impacts uh like Korchinski and Nazar and Ethan Del Mastro are having right now you get that going and we're, we're talking two three years down the road before we're seeing the the upswing I would hope see the upswing of this team back into contention and back to having some games that matter players of consequence like next season there will be a, a few more season after that 2024-25 that I think is going to be the, the landmark year where the new identity of the Blackhawks that will officially the, the door will be shut on the one goal era the Taze and Kane era the cup the, the modern cup era and that will be the new swing of the new identity of the Blackhawks and that's gonna be a very exciting time yeah I mean it's it's already we're, we're seeing that Kyle Davis, and I know it's one draft class, but we're seeing that they know how to 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 get some talent. Mm-hmm. Now the next step is the development. Yeah, and we're not going to know how good how good they are at that for three, four, five years. But it, it's great. And if you don't get number one or number two, you're still going to have a top five prospect pool at the end of the. You're you're going to climb up it, the prospect. You might pool. be. You might be top three. Three. Yeah. You're you're not going to get worse because you missed out on Bedard or Fantilli. You're still going to add some great pieces to a really good prospect pool. It's amazing that we could say that they have a top five prospect pool in one year, not even one calendar year of Kyle Davidson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Now, will these all these guys turn out to be superstars? No. But you seeing for the first time in a long time a foundation. Yep. And it's they're going to build that foundation even more this year. Four draft pick, first round picks in the next two drafts. This is how you do it. You build that foundation brick by brick. There you go. As someone on this <laughs> on this network will say. Yep. That's right. All right, we've got uh, forty three likes. We're about to do the uh, tank standings. Let's get to let's let's make it easy tonight. Let's go to 47. 47 for a bonus spin. Smash that like button. Uh, but first, we're going to tell you about our friends at Pins and Aces. Yes, Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel sponsor of CHGO and the presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network. If you want to look great when golf season comes back around here in the Chicago land and Illinois area. You got to get yourself some pins and aces gear uh, and be looking great out there on the course. Pins and aces, a family owned and operated golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags that can be customized. And of course, the fan favorite beer sleeve, the innovative product that allows you to store up to seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep them cold the entire round. And they could be our lovely Goose Island beers, if you'd like, or they could be sparkling water, uh, maybe some liquid deaths, keep them cold. Uh, whatever it want, whatever you want it to be, you can fit uh, up to seven of those cans right there inside the bag. Uh, comes in handy on the golf course. So check out pinsandaces.com. When you do, use the promo code CHGO. When you do that, you're going to receive 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping on that order. Again, that's pinsandaces.com, and if you have a 
loved one that loves to get out there on the golf course uh, and you forgot your Valentine's Day gift, uh, head over to Pins and Aces and maybe make it up to them. Yeah. All right, we crossed our goal of 47. We got 53. Hey, uh, nice. So let's get to 60, and Brendan, I'll add Brendan another bonus spin. Shinter. In the meantime, let's check the tank standings. Those dastardly devils really uh. screwed the pooch in this one. Couldn't wait 1.4 more seconds. Seriously. Yeah, so the Devils beat the Columbus Blue Jackets with 1.4 seconds left to go. Jeez. So the Blue Jackets still at the top of the tank standings, but the Hawks catching them in games played finally. Uh, 36 points in 53 games for the Blue Jackets. The Hawks second to tank standings with 37 points in 52 games. Anaheim, Arizona, and San Jose round out the uh, next three. All of them have played 54 games, 40, 44, and 45 points. I believe San Jose and teams. Pittsburgh are the late game tonight. Ah, interesting. Yes, puck, puck, puck just dropped. Awesome. I will listen to that on the way home. So, with that, we've got uh, two spins so far on the tank standings. What did I say, 57 or 60? You said, well, we were at 53. You wanted to get to 60. I want to get to 60. All right, 60 will give us two bonus spins. Right now, we've got two uh, total spins. So, two let's more do it. bonus spins at 60? Smash that like button. Yeah, smash it. Uh, All right, let's give it a spin. Montreal. Yeah, oh, no. Florida. No, two Mon Montreal. Montreal, Montreal. 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 One and two. See, no, this they, they are listening to us. They've heard us say Montreal 50 times tonight. Just like when we talk about the blues, they magic. This, I, this, I'm calling complete shenanigans on this tankathon. This That is... <laughs> Night I mean, the fact mayor. that that could actually happen, though, is terrifying. They could. They have an 11% chance. Yeah, according to their wonderful media, 5% of one pick, 6% of the other means they have an 11% chance of number one. It's the one. metric system. Back off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it ended up Montreal, Montreal, Columbus, Chicago, Anaheim. That's awful. Night awful. That's not good. We, we won't be that. doing that. No. Yes. Well, that's right, reset. Let's try again. Good thing that didn't happen in Four real more likes. Let's do it. Come on. Go ahead. Ottawa, Montreal, oh, Columbus, Chicago. Yeah, Not see, good. No, no. It's because, yeah, I, I believe Greg's uh It's Greg's listening theory. to us. We've, we've <sighs> mentioned Ottawa a couple times because of the, the Brinkett trade it's and they're playing him. It's listening to us in the office. Everything's listening And we to talked us about now. Columbus a bunch tonight because they lost mm -hmm. with 1.4 seconds. You bums. All right, I'm not going out that way. We'll do one more anyway. Just I'm feeling, we'll, we'll, I'm we'll feeling take nice. it out of our pocket. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. Hopefully it's worth it. Give us those Blackhawks. Back to four. Anaheim, Arizona, Columbus, Chicago. This sucks. No. Ooh. No. But I guess if there's a lesson here, it's to not obsess over every point the Hawks pick up. Because well, the lesson here is that no matter how many games they lose, the Blackhawks will not get the first overall pick. We're cursed. <laughs> we are cursed. It's all downhill from here. I think the lesson here is we need to find another site that does this simulation <laughs> thing. Steven, I kept telling you to build one of those in time for the next show. What's wrong with Come you? Yeah, you've got, you've got 22 hours to get the next show. Still brushing up my engineering skills, guys. I'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, you're a tremendous slouch. Uh, graphic okay. design was your passion. Yeah, exactly. That's Joe what you're thinking of. Ah, uh, yeah. darn. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to be back and do this again tomorrow night. We'll probably talk about a Hawks loss. Patrick Kane's trade status, maybe a little bit of Jonathan Taves. You know what and we Austin should. Austin Matthews coming here in two years. I was going to say, you know what we should do is talk about Austin Matthews' free agent destinations and all the trades that the Maple Leafs should make after they defeat the Blackhawks. That'll Hawks. get us a lot of clicks on YouTube. That will be our most watched 
<laughs> yeah, YouTube there you go. Video hashtag Maple Leafs. All time. Hashtag uh, Leafs forever. Let's see how uh, let's see how motivated number eighty eight is tomorrow night. Maybe showing himself off a little bit. That'll be interesting. I'm gonna be interested to see who is has to make that early flight to Toronto from Rockford tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because if Kachuk played tonight, right? Yes. I mean, he was on the ice. Technically. Yeah. He was dressed in his uniform yes. and everything. He got, okay. a, he got a game check tonight. So, yeah. So, I think if it was... Uh, whistle can't go. There's no extra forward. Didn't you miss it? You missed a yeah. shot on goal, huh? Wow. Yeah. If, yeah. If whistle can't play, no one's available because Kara's not back. You can't do Ta- seven defensemen because you don't have an extra defense. You don't have an extra Someone has right to now. come up. Yeah. They have to call somebody up. Well, we'll see. Maybe it'll be Cole Gutman's turn finally. True. Josiah Slavin, come on down. I'm for sure. Why not? Give me a pulse. <laughs> Someone with the that's, pulse. That's all we ask. Hey, I'll I'll make the trip if you want. There you go. Mario could throw some checks. I have a pulse. He does. Probably stronger than me and Greg's. <laughs> all right, we're gonna wrap things up. You Thanks for joining crazy. us. <laughs> what? My so my wife and I got uh, Fitbits as a uh, Valentine's Day gift. Cute. Um, it tracks your heart rate, and my. <laughs> Heart rate is like dangerously low. Uh, my resting heart rate is currently uh, 52 beats per minute, and it well it says if you are an elite athlete that your resting heart rate should be between 48 and 60, and if you are not considered yourself an elite athlete, if it is below 60, you should call your doctor. Okay. <laughs> so well, I don't know fine. what to consider myself. You're an elite athlete. Am I an elite athlete? Whatever you tell yourself. Man. You're an elite athlete. Sleep well at night. <sighs> Yes, I just don't want to go to the doctor. <laughs> you don't have to. You're an elite athlete. Uh, well, yes. Well, good luck with all that. I'll try. <laughs> all right, we're back tomorrow night after Hawks and Leafs in Toronto, and we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. For Greg and for Mario and for Steven, I'm Jay. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Thank you.